Hello and welcome to Renegade Mama. I am your host, Natalie Rees. Today on the show, I speak with Finnish architect, philosopher and creator of the Free to Heal Method, Maria Norden. Maria's journey is an interesting one. Born with two uteruses, she had two highly medicalized pregnancies, including one C-section. In her journey to health and realizing her own power, Maria's third pregnancy was completely different and she had a beautiful home birth, something she never thought was possible. We chat about breech birth and how, using her method, she was able to help her baby turn from breech to head down. I really love her work and currently am doing her course, which is super interesting so far. She has a warm, open and generous heart. Enjoy. Welcome, Maria. Today on the show, I have Maria Norden. Uh, Maria, you have, you made Free to Heal. Um, Tell me about yourself, what you do. Tell me about your family, just basically who you are. Yeah, thanks. Um, Yeah, I'm a mother of three. I have three kids and then I'm a stepmother also for a 16-year-old boy. I'm an architect. And I call myself as a philosopher because actually I studied architecture, but my main was in in theory and philosophy of architecture. I always wanted to be a doctor, actually. Nice. I feel that somehow I am actually combining health and architecture because architects, we are trained to solve problems. Mm Mm-hmm. And at some point I started to think, how can I use this problem solving skill that I have in this health issue? And yeah, I have, so I have three kids, but I could say that my life is split into before and after. And the first two kids, they're nine and and 11. Mm -hmm. And they were born like in my life before <laughs> before i found my own power yes the free to heal is actually a method that can be used to any symptoms or diseases or any things that you find negative in your life and you can start changing them with free to heal that is a method and it's based on neuroplasticity and also in modifying our microbiome. That means the bacteria that live like all around our bodies. Yep. But actually like the, the, the most important thing is to find your own power. Yes. And the method can be used to that. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, for me, it was like a life changing experience. And then my third child has been born after mm-hmm. and actually i created the method during the the third pregnancy interesting yeah so i have like always been like a natural person i like always i have i have known that the solution is is there that nature is perfect that there are no mistakes in nature but for some reason for my whole life i was really sick like since childhood i had like lots of these ear infections um i was really ashamed to go to the toilet um i was always like 
holding pee and poo and mm -hmm. that made me really sick. I had lots of stomach problems. I had this appendix removed. Um, then when I was a teenager, it like it somehow like my yeah it somehow changed and it started to uh, to manifest as uh, skin problems. I had like really bad skin for almost fifteen years. And then I well yeah I had like all all that you can imagine. But when I was I moved to Spain for one year to live as an exchange student. I had just met my, my future husband, but I moved there. And I was like in this emotional like, turmoil. I had just met the man of my life. I was so in love. I moved to Spain and then I got sick. Like every week I got sicker and sicker and these so weird symptoms. Um, I got like electric shocks from everywhere. I started getting, like, gaining weight. Like in two months, I was like 10 kilos. That's like a lot for me. Wow, yeah. More, um, I had like these strange pains, um, cough, like skin problems, heart, like these arrhythmia problems all kinds of like really really strange symptoms and it continued for many months i was taken to the hospital even and in the hospital the symptoms just got away and the doctors were like they don't know what it is but um yeah they even told my parents that maybe i am like just inventing those oh wow those symptoms it was strange. Then I, I had to move back to Finland. I actually went for a week to India and I felt like I got a little touch of something. I got, got some really good tips from this Ayurvedic doctor. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I was like thinking that the problem is outside. It must be food, it must be the environment, it must be something that is wrong in me or in the environment. Then we got married with, with this husband and during the pregnancy, I started getting already like some strange symptoms. And after my first child was born, I my health went like, I had thyroid problems. Oh, and I forgot to tell. For two years, we were in infertility. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, treatments. And I knew, like, all the time I knew that, that, like, I was against all medications. And I knew that it's not, like, somehow it's not right. And I... I wanted to have a child, but I didn't believe that the treatments could work. And also I thought that the problem that I can't get babies is because when I was a teenager, I got to know that I have two uterus. Mm. So I was all the time thinking that I'm not normal. There's something wrong with me. I'm not normal. I cannot. And okay, the, we stopped all the treatments and then I became, I became pregnant. 
Okay. <laughs> that's the typical story. Yes. Very good. I was story. like all the time thinking that that's not possible for me. It won't, can't happen. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, but when my first child was born, I didn't realize that it was like, if you are not connected to your soul, having a child is a really stressful event. And I somehow in my mind, I knew it. I had read like in a maze guide for birth. I had read like so many books about natural birth. I knew the, the facts but I wasn't connected mm. in my soul level to yes. the knowledge. It wasn't like integrated to my body. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah, the birth was really traumatic because all the time I knew, I knew that I cannot give birth because I have these two uteruses. Mm. I also, I wanted a natural birth. And I, with my mind, I wanted it. But I didn't trust my body. I didn't trust my baby's ability to be born. I didn't trust the doctors even. And it was quite traumatic. Okay. And after that, I became really ill. Yeah, these thyroid problems, extreme hypersensitivities to, to different like building materials, chemicals, like uh, cosmetic. It was incredible. I had to restrict my life. We moved 10 times during one year because I just couldn't find a place where I could be. Wow. Yeah. And then when I got my second child, uh, I also knew everything about natural childbirth. And this time I was definite that I want a natural childbirth because I didn't get it the first time. Also, did you have the, now, did you have a C-section the first time? No, the first one was actually a vaginal birth, but there was like, it was hyper medical. Like I was told that I cannot move. I cannot do anything. I was forced the epidural. Wow. I, I just told that, please, can you like help me to, to, to go through this without medication? They were like, no, no, now it's time to get the, like I was given all the medications. Well, the episiotomy, the, Mm -hmm. epidural like everything yeah but anyway after that I felt like wow I could give birth I was of course and I was it was the happiest moment of my life and I started actually doing elimination communication oh, like yes. straight away since birth so that was something that uh, like reminded me that there's more wisdom in me and in the baby that I yes. know with my mind yes and so for any for anyone that doesn't know, elimination communication is infant potty training. Yeah. So where you communicate, <laughs> I don't like the word potty training, but um, where you communicate with your baby to, for, so they can eliminate. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. really incredible because I had just given birth to a baby and I knew that the baby was telling me that he has to go to the toilet and I could help him. And yeah. it was... It was incredible. It was really empowering. Yes. It blows your mind when I first, well, I did it right from yeah. the start with both. And I was just like, wow, this is so cool. I can communicate with my newborn. Yeah. 
it was incredible. Anyway, the second yeah. pregnancy was in the in the other uterus. Oh wow! The first one was in the right, and the second one was in the left. So it gave me like, but now what? I know how to give birth with the right one. What if I cannot give birth with the left one? And then it was a breach because I was. I think that it was my own mind that created this because the whole pregnancy, I was just stressing about the birth, if I can or I can't. Mm. I was so stressed during the whole pregnancy. And now I've seen studies where mother's stress levels and breach are somehow connected. Absolutely. So, yeah. I've talked about that a lot in previous podcasts. Yeah. I yeah. So, <laughs> so that was a C-section and I was so disappointed. Mm -hmm. was it did you go into spontaneous labor or they decided or you decided yeah. before yeah yeah i went to spontaneous labor but okay. then they were like okay let's start let's yeah. start the cascade of intervention <laughs> yeah but i i didn't have the power myself even like i didn't trust myself so there was no option yes but now i know that my my girl would have known to be born i would have known to give birth to her um okay but this okay somehow i found out that the cause of all my symptoms was the environment the food and the environment and when my the second child was maybe two years old i i refused from all medications i had these thyroid medications and wow everything and I started to controlling the environment and the foods <laughs> that I eat. Yeah. And I also write, wrote a blog about this. Yeah. So I was like the chemical detective of Finland. I oh, wrote yeah. like this really like, oh, these chemicals will make you like, fun. Um, and I also started working as an architect um, who consulted people who wanted like super healthy homes. And it yeah. was really important job. And I still recommend, of course, I re recommend to have most like healthy materials and healthy foods. Yep. But yeah, then I had lots of clients who were really, really sensitive to, to chemicals and to environments, I started noticing that that their tolerance like got smaller and smaller. If I got them a like really healthy home, suddenly they started to have symptoms to, okay, some guests who came there, they couldn't be with him because with her, because he had been somewhere where he could bring these chemicals with, um, so I started to think that there's like something is wrong. And mm -hmm. I also knew the science behind that because hypersensitive people, they react to like minimal amounts, amounts that are not really actually unhealthy. So it's more, the problem becomes of the overreaction of the system. Yep. And one of my clients said that she doesn't want, like m most of these people, they were really like, they wanted to restrict their lives. They wanted, like they wanted it. But then there was one that was really different. She was like, she is not going to live like this, isolated. And because a doctor had told her that she would have to move to the desert, to a tent, 
Oh, like wow. avoid everything, avoid all electricity, all chemicals, all, like everything. And oh she was God. like, no, she's not going to do it. Yeah. Like usually people were really happy that the doctor would say them this. And I was like, yeah, but she, she said that she doesn't want to and she wants to find a solution. And then she found this one uh, program that was based on neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. It was called Dynamic Neural Retraining System. Yep. D-N-R-S. Um, and I was really afraid because she was going to go there and she was like, she's going to start living a normal life. You're going to get like, if you don't, if your symptoms doesn't protect you, then you will get sicker and sicker. And, but then I saw her like a few months after and I really saw that her whole energy had changed she wasn't like she was a different person and I started I thought that okay I have to see the what's about this what is it about and I started practicing with this method and yeah I healed from these environmental hypersensitivities like in one month then I started thinking Mm, I can avoid food. It's so easy to eat healthy and no gluten and health. But I was like curious. I wanted to know what happened. Could I change my reactions to gluten too and milk? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I could. And but then I started to noticing that actually that like these were the easy easy things. Then actually relationships with people were the things that I started noticing that those are the situations that really like trigger and like can move my inner peace or like take me out from the inner peace and then I started practicing the method more to more like psychological emotional mm -hmm. thing and I saw my husband also heal. Um, my husband had suffered like for more than 10 years from addictions. Yep. And he, he really healed from severe addictions. And our kids, their, their symptoms, their like sensitivities to food and environments, they vanished. And our whole life, changed Amazing. and I never could have believed that I would have a third child because I, really our lives was so restricted and also it wasn't possible because my husband had this big problem but now our life just changed and I decided to have a third baby mm -hmm. <clears throat> and somehow it it like marked the change mm -hmm. from one to another and I became pregnant really easily and I started doing this method but now I had I had modified the method quite a lot and actually yeah in the I went to one ultrasound and it showed that the baby was in breach mm -hmm. 
and this one time I was, I knew that I will have a natural birth. I already knew it, but then I was like, it was some kind of a little alert. And it got me to realize that now this time I have to embody the knowledge that I yes. know. And I started to practicing the method to the pregnancy. Um, first, I, I started doing it with the breech. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And no, no, no. In the first ultrasound, actually, the placenta was completely on top of the cervix. Oh, yeah. 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 And that like completely, you cannot have a natural birth if the placenta is yeah, like completely on top of the cervix. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So that was like, like what? What? Like that was like the red light. Like Maria, now you have to start embodying the knowledge. Yes. And I did that. And then the the placenta moved, but then the baby was still in breach. Yeah. So I continued. You just kept the- getting tested of how much yeah. you believed it all. <laughs> Yeah, but this was it maybe in the seventh month. Yeah. And I continued. And then I asked myself, like, what what kind of birth do I want? And I saw myself giving birth in the forest. Like by a little pond, like this magical forest and all the animals and my my kids there with me and my husband. And I started doing these like really wonderful mental exercises mm-hmm. that now are actually a part of the free to heal method. But, and somehow I had never thought that I could have a home birth, like never, because I knew that I'm this risk birth yeah. birther because of the two uteruses, the C-section, the medical birth, and the, I don't know what, like all the things that I have. But then I started to see that it's just, like two uteruses, it's just a variety. It's not a, something that you call like deformation or something, you know, it's yep. just a var- variation of the normal. Yep. And suddenly I knew that I will give birth at home. Yeah. And it was incredible, like <laughs> incredible. The third birth was incredible. I was at home just in my bathtub and I had two midwives, but I didn't call them even there. My husband came home and he was like, Oh, what's happening? I was like, just on my bubble. And I could say it was like ecstatic and orgasmic and pain free. It was incredible. Amazing. And yeah. I heard like in one time, one time I heard the the midwife say, maybe we can check the, the, um, the heartbeat of the baby. And I was like laughing inside because I knew, like, I never felt that, that's so certain. I, I just knew I was like connected to the whole universe, to my baby, to all the wisdom in the whole universe. And I was like, I'm, I'm laughing out inside my head because I just know that my baby is good. She's just doing everything she knows and she's doing it perfectly. And 
I, I felt her little feet when she like helped me and she was like wanting, oh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> so nice. It was incredible. <laughs> and yeah, it was incredible. And with her, I had this, um, um, what's it called when you're at home with the baby for 40 days? Oh yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. 40 day confinement, I guess. Um, like a postpartum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you did that. Yeah. I was with her like for 40 days at home, just like, I was like, I'm the queen. You can just bring me food and everything. And awesome. It was so wonderful. And then one friend of ours, uh, he was, he had suffered from allergy for like 20 years and yeah. he was like, his allergy is so bad, so bad that he, he's like, he cannot do it anymore. So I, could I help him? Because I had told him like about my experiences with this yeah. healing. Yeah. And I said, okay, tomorrow I will like send you a message. And I really didn't have any idea of what would it be the message. But then I just, I tuned into the same feeling that I had when I was giving birth. Yep. The next morning and then I just put the recorder on and I just started talking and there it came like the first step of free to heal method amazing and then flip I sent it to him and then the second morning the same thing I just tuned into this you know what <laughs> wisdom yeah and I opened my mouth and the second step came out and he started doing it and he left he had like five different medications for the allergies he quit them all and now we live here like in the middle of the forest he comes here like once or twice every week at least to just spend time with us and he doesn't have any allergies anymore that's awesome <laughs> Yeah. That's really cool. Going back to that, um, your last birth. So was the baby, did she end up being breech or not? No, she was, she yeah. came head first. Like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, she turned, of course, <laughs> if we just allow yeah. trust <laughs> or if the baby's meant to be breech, the baby's meant to be breech, I believe yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Yes, so cool. So let's um, talk a little bit about your method and um, yeah, how it works. Yeah, it's based on, I would say like all the things that happen to us during our lifetime modify or affect the way that we feel about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And now for me, it's really easy to see that what made me feel like me before I was conditioned to this. I, yeah, to this thought that the world is dangerous, that it's dangerous to just trust. Um, I'm yeah, my it's yeah. A lot of it comes maybe from my childhood, of course, because that's when we are most strongly programmed yes like under seven years old and i had lots of situations because my 
mom and dad they were never like together they were good friends but then sometimes they weren't yeah and it made me really uncertain i always hoped that i would have this normal family yeah um and i experienced a lot of always when i was with my mother i was suffering because i was missing my dad then when i was with my dad i was missing my mom i did tell this like verbally but it also manifested now that i see myself like that i i see that lots of my symptoms and diseases and blues and ear aches they were because i was just feeling threat and yeah um in my my theory is based on this idea that that usually we can see like when like if like doctors see a person or a body they see that there are like certain defense mechanisms that we have lots of defense mechanisms but i see so that um we should start seeing all the defense mechanisms as one so there's one power mm, in us that is focused on on like protecting us and i call this the inner guardian mm -hmm. <clears throat> and wh whenever in our life happens something that makes us feel threat or danger and for a child just like being a part of the mom that is like the most dangerous thing so mm -hmm. just even though there's nothing wrong there's like really no danger but for a child for a small child just being a part of the mom you mean like means... not together is that what you mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay apart yeah. yeah yeah being a part of the mom yeah. like yeah. that means like a huge threat or just being near a mother who feels threat because yes. a baby can sense like all the feelings that a mother feels the baby feels yes so when a child or an adult any anybody or an unborn child feels threat the what i call the inner guardian gets yeah. alerted is like whoa there's a danger somewhere mm -hmm. and the inner guardian starts like um it picks all the information that we get through our senses. Mm -hmm. It picks all the information and starts like puzzling. What is the thing that causes the danger? Yes. And then it's not rational. It could be that, um, yeah, I feel this threat. Then I drink a glass of milk and eat a piece of bread. But the inner guardian is like, oh, there's danger. What is the danger? Whoa, it's the milk is the danger. Oh, yes. it's the feet that is the danger. Yes. Or if they, or if the, yeah, because I had these ear infections. So my parents talking about, I didn't want to hear maybe that all that they were talking. Yes. So my inner guardian was like, oh no, your ears, your the noise you're hearing is not safe. So it starts to resist it can be anything in the environment or inside the body itself yeah the inner guardian starts thinking as a threat and then our body starts rejecting that yeah so it creates symptoms for foods we eat for the chemicals there are or 
it starts rejecting the ears, the sounds that, and that means that it weakens the energy of the ear and that it would be more easy to get infected yeah. or, or for in my case also, I, I always had this feeling that nobody, I cannot express myself. And I think that that's why my thyroid got so bad. Yeah. Because this like area of the throat is about like expressing yourself. Yes. And I was swallowing my feelings and restricting them. And my body thought that it's the thyroid that is a problem. And it started mm. creating antibodies for the thyroid. Yes. Sometimes it can be also like if you're like really uh yeah if you love jogging for example but you have lots of stress your body might think that jogging is is dangerous and it will start creating symptoms so that you don't run around anymore yeah so this is the like the base of my theory mm -hmm. and then the method is created to change this these connections that this inner guardian has made Mm. and the most powerful tool is gratitude okay. and I believe that what I felt in my third labor was actually like really really deep gratitude and through that feeling it's like um, it's like an antenna actually when you're in that deep gratitude you're an antenna and you receive all the information that there is in the environment but also you start like processing the information that is in your body because mm -hmm. all those mm, experiences where where you have where the inner guardian has connected something that's actually information but if you have been a child and experienced this stress and danger you 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 weren't able to like you have not been able to to process that information mm -hmm. or for example me in the first when my two first child were born i wasn't i knew the information i knew the like knowledge but i couldn't process it through my body yeah so but yeah, I, I believe that like connecting to this feeling, you can work as an antenna and just like let the information flow and do the work and healing. That's really cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It does not everybody loves it. <laughs> and it I'm happy that you do. <laughs> makes so much sense though. <laughs> yeah. But I've got into big problems about talking this. Like really big problems. Oh yeah, you mentioned that to me um, over message yeah. and talk talk to me about that. So, uh, I started. I launched the free to heal a year ago. Yeah. And there's been like almost six thousand persons on the course. It's an online course. It's great. And the feedback has been incredible. Like really. And I don't want to take any credit of the healing because it's actually always the person itself who does the healing. And yes, absolutely. It's the, yeah. it's the wisdom of the body that people have healed from like, like really like 
almost everything, like autoimmune diseases, allergies, hypersensitivities, chronic pains, migraines, like menstrual pains, mm -hmm. even though they don't practice the method to that, especially they have healed endometriosis. Um, people have had like really good results with MS disease. The eyesight, there's people who had like strong glasses yep. and they don't have them anymore. That's Even awesome. Even the method to anything. But yeah, I just shared one picture that a person on my course shared with me and she wrote like, yay, I'm so happy. I'm not afraid of eating nuts anymore. That I am healed from nut allergy. Yep. And I just reposted that. And I wrote that, wow, incredible. Like it is possible to heal from food allergy. Yes. I think I didn't I didn't claim that come to the course you will heal because that's not true. You yes, cannot. it's not true. They have to do it ultimately. You're just giving them a um yeah. some tools. But I just wrote that it's possible. Yes. Yeah. But then I got this like I got a message from the chemical security agency, uh, like Finnish security, chemical security agency that, <laughs> that they are now investigating my, my course and my product. And oh my God. They want to check that it's not like um, dangerous. And I said, yeah, okay, of course, just check it. And I like from the start, there has been like, with red written that this is not a um, medical treatment please do not uh, i go to the doctor if you need and don't stop your medications like without asking or something like this but then i added like some more texts like this and yeah but then they said that there's the problem is not my course and I, my course is safe but if you combine this this picture that I've shared in the social media and the course, then somebody could get this wrong idea. <laughs> oh my ask. god! So I wrote them that okay, I have now deleted the the picture. Oh. So I deleted the picture that was really completely okay, but I deleted it, and I told them now there are even more texts that this is not a med medical treatment, and they when they. Yeah, they did the investigation and they did the, like the decision. So it was like, it was really hard to understand. I have a really good lawyer, but we were reading the papers for hours and hours to understand what it is. And yeah, the, in the end, it was like they, they declared that my course is safe my course is safe and it's not dangerous to anybody. But anyway, they gave me um, like, um, uh, they banned me to, to offer a dangerous product. Because <laughs> they gave me this ban, like they, so I still can't, because my product is safe, so I can still offer it, so it's safe. But now I have a ban to, offer a dangerous product <laughs> doesn't even make so, sense and because i have this ban to 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 uh, to give a dangerous product yeah 
So they gave me a hundred thousand euro fine, this penalty fine to Whoa. make sure. That, yeah. So if if someday I would create a dangerous product, then I would give be given this hundred thousand euro fine. But it doesn't even make any sense, does it? It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. But of course, the the decision that they wrote was so hard to understand that all the medias they made these big headlines because yeah th my husband is actually quite famous and i'm also quite famous because <laughs> so i like the all big headlines that maria nordin has has been like banned to to offer any dangerous courses and they don't like declare that actually my product is not dangerous it's oh, crazy. wow that's so interesting but i guess it's like it's uh any press is good press right <laughs> and it's probably yeah, got your message yeah. out to more people yeah there's lots of people who are like oh i never heard about this but it sounded so interesting that i wanted to check this there's a um a celebrity chef in australia who is controversial at the moment and he's questioning a lot of things like vaccines and blah 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 yeah and the media is just going to town on him and you know dangerous yeah he's dangerous as well inverted commas and it's just like he is just dealing with it so beautifully and he's just like his profile is going up and up and up and of course there's people that don't like him but um oh i think it's like yeah great bring it on yeah <laughs> Bring so, the awareness out there. <laughs> oh, they have made so many reports for the police, for the like um, child, the, the authority that like make sure that the children are okay. Because I wrote a blog that I don't give painkillers to my children. Oh yeah, how, so how dare you? <laughs> yeah. And now the latest one is that our our cat was bitten by a snake and I didn't take to the veterinary and it's healed and now they have made these police uh, reports of me and this animal abuse um this so just I happened to me this just happened to me really? exactly this very similar my cat got hit by a car yeah and I was going to I was I was debating whether to take her to the vet Mm -hmm. um no external injuries anyway i thought i'm gonna take her and then it wasn't looking good you know she's been hit by a car and i thought i'll just yeah. bring her home and let her die peacefully at home or maybe yeah. she'll heal herself let's see we don't know and i got because i was wanting to bring her home i was going to be reported to the rspca and i'm just going so how is that okay so to euthanasia is, you know, I believe, and look, this is going to be controversial to some people, that there is actually yeah. a lot of wisdom in death. And this is a kind of rite of passage like birth is. And why do we have to dull that pain? And she didn't seem to be in a lot of pain. Um, yeah. You know, why do we have to drug them up with pharmaceuticals? If she's a, a bird that, you know, got hit by a car, she would just die. But because we brought them into our little fold, we are obliged, it seems, to get part of this pharmaceutical thing. And so then I had to go, it was a real, it was a really interesting one for me. And then had to go to the vet and then I felt like I was, oh, just so many ethical things going on. Anyway, 
in the end, I agreed to the surgery, which I was not sure about. And then she died on the table anyway with the vet. Mm. And it's just really interesting because if she had died at home, it would have been my negligence. But because she died yeah. at the doctor's, it's totally okay. I did everything I could, yeah. inverted commas. Or she could have been at home and healed herself. Who knows? We don't know. Who we don't knows? know these things, but that's not allowed in this world because we just have to be part of the medical system. Yeah. It was really actually interesting. In Finland, there's not, there, it's a little bit poisonous. Yes, the snake. Yeah. But cats and snakes, they have a long history. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was searching for the whole day for a cat. I was like, I was sure that a snake had bit him. And then suddenly he comes under our sofa and he's like, paw is really big. Yeah. Oh, she, he just came to say that, yeah, I'm here. Then he went back. He was under the sofa and I started thinking like what to do. And of course there's poison in the paw. So I thought that the best thing is not to move him too much. Yeah. And I was thinking to go to the doctor, but then like, if I lift, put him into the car, he, he's like, goes exactly. crazy. So it would like be bad. It would make the stress levels go exactly up. this was part of my thinking process too yeah yeah so i thought that maybe it's better to just let him be and of course i was checking for him like every half an hour and also sprayed some water to his mouth with this yeah. spray bottle then <clears throat> the next day he vomited so much like a lot and after he had vomited the swelling got down like in an hour, it was like triple the paw. In one hour, it went normal. So I'm thinking that the cat's body knows what to do. He somehow like kept the, the poison there and then somehow he processed it and puked it. They said that I would have, I would have taken him to the hospital. They would have given him like painkillers why to like if he's poisoned exactly why to give more like poison more for his him? body to process <laughs> so and they said that it's really possible that the kids get like the um, cats get kidney uh like problems after a snake bite but is it because of the snake bite bite or is it because of the painkillers yeah. because painkillers like it's known that they affect the kidneys yes so, yeah. Anyway, but he's like fine. He was resting for four days, like not moving so much. But now he's like, he's actually like updated. It feels like he like, like more enthusiastic about like life. Really. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. That's really interesting. Um, we'll wrap up soon, but. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners or um, any experiences or? Mm, like instead of thinking, like, oh yeah, I would suggest to take like any symptoms, start looking at the wisdom behind. And it's not always that you have to avoid life. There, yes. Yeah. And start, start thinking that what could the symptoms tell you about mm -hmm. yeah and just i want 
like everybody to know that there's so much wisdom in us more than we know so much wisdom. we can be connected to that wisdom yeah 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 absolutely yes it's um yeah so cool when you actually connect to that and actually realize that you have power to heal yourself yeah, yeah. and now especially yeah. like this time is like it's perfect for us because it's just testing like all the beliefs that they're trying to give us that like yes. the environment is dangerous people are dangerous they're not <laughs> we're more powerful yes absolutely well thank you maria it's been an absolute hey. pleasure um chatting to you if people want to le learn more about what you do how can they connect with you um yeah it's um free to heal.org okay my website and then i also have instagram account and so beautiful okay well i'll pop that in the show notes as well um the links there so if you do want to connect yeah. with maria you can learn a little bit more but thank you so much uh for chatting me today it was fabulous um and yeah i am excited to delve into it a little bit more myself yeah <laughs> thank you thanks Thanks for listening to the Renegade Mama podcast. That's all for today. But if you would like to connect with me, I am on Facebook as the Renegade Mama podcast or on Insta as the underscore Renegade underscore Mama. You can also visit me on my new website, therenegademama.co. And there you'll be able to find out more information about the show, our latest birthing classes and much more. The Renegade Mama is all about following your intuition, not the institution. We are sovereign we are free. If you like the Renegade Mama podcast, then leave a review. You can do so on iTunes or our Facebook page. The Renegade Mama is released weekly on both Apple iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you get your podcasts.